Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the SSF Formcast. My name is Jessica, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Emma. Hello. <gasps> hello. It's yeah, the last we... episode, Jess. I was going to say, I didn't <laughs> want to go, hello and welcome to the last episode no. ever. No, it's <laughs> no. kind of not. It's the last, but it'll be a good one. Yeah, well, that's it. We saved, like, I would say it's like the, the pinnacle yes. trope, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? yes it's, it's one like but it covers all bases doesn't it you know this oh, trope, yeah. whatever you read but it just oh chef's kiss for the fantasy yeah, side of things it. so we are we should tell you what it is yeah yeah can you tell what it is it it's like is well. yeah. enemy still of us we're going all out for the last episode yeah oh dear so should we get started? For a ride, people. <laughs> Hold on to your hand. <laughs> so on that note, let's go. See you in a so yeah, hello. Uh let's let's get enemies to love us underway because yeah. it might take us quite a while. It could do. I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll explain more when I get okay. to my first my, my main pick. Okay, <laughs> well, this is it. Last week was the one where I didn't stop talking, so you are allowed a free one. Okay, <laughs> and I've got two books for one later as well. So let's keep going. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what's yeah. your first pick? Okay, so this is Taken by the Horde King by oh, Zoe okay. Draven. So mm-hmm. I have discussed these with you, and it is book five in the series, and they all have kind of an enemies to loverishness to them Mm -hmm. so i'll go a bit into the plot because book five it doesn't really because you would obviously have read one two three and four before starting this (laughs) because you're not chaotic reader you're not chaotic (laughs) crazy reader so um yeah basically we have this this world um which is dakar and there's loads of different races on it and the humans on it are not the original race so mm-hmm. they are there and there's like one big main city where all the good stuff happens but you have these um Varakanas, i think they're called and they have their hordes they are the horde kings so they do a massive trial which is horrendous by the way if you read the trial and they get to do, do you remember that bit yeah, yeah yeah i remember he was telling yeah i've only read the first book yeah so yeah basically when they decide they want to become this horde king they go through these stages in the city and i think the last is like so many lashes that if you don't die you are deemed worthy to have your horde sounds a bit like a witch test doesn't it yeah pretty much (laughs) if you don't burn to death then well done so yeah one of those sort so um yeah so they travel around and they they worship their goddess but there are certain rules that are put in place so the people who live in these little outskirt villages, um, they're not allowed to burn things on the floor because mm-hmm. it kind of desecrates the ground and they shouldn't hunt. So they're basically starving or freezing and yeah. they're not living in good places. So when these horde kings turn up to have a go at them for lighting a fire or killing a sacred animal, yeah, yeah they're already 10 times more pissed at them than anything in the world. So, yeah, that's kind of how most of the books start. But in this one, I picked this one because to me, it kind of just, it kind of linked into another thing. So the Horde King in this is Rune. And as with the fifth book in, uh, loads of things have been happening within each book. And there's this dark, weird mist that is covering a mountain. 
I won't go into too much details just in case you want to read the other bits. But um, yeah, so this mist is covering the mountain and nobody can go into it without losing time and their memories and it kind of drains their energy. Wow. So the Horde Kings being the strongest and the biggest and the bravest, they're not as bad, but it still gets to them after a time. But you find out that there are humans living within the mountain it surrounds. Mm -hmm. And there is one lady who is Mina. Um, and she kind of isn't susceptible to this mist at all. So the humans who live in the mountain, um, they were they were slaves, but the, the the people who enslaved them have been killed off by this mist. And the humans, as we seem to have a want to do, have basically turned on themselves and found their new leader uh. and become slaves again. <sighs> We've seen patterns <laughs> within just, the world. That's, that's right on the money at the moment. <laughs> really? <laughs> with, with what we were talking, we were having a little UK discussion before the podcast and... yeah, about the bleakness of human society. <laughs> yes, just in general. Yeah. But yes, okay. let's not go into that. We're <laughs> here for on. the fun stuff. <laughs> But yeah, yeah Mina is a bit shy, a bit quiet, and she's seen as backward by some of the other people. So she's treated very badly. So when she goes out into the mist and actually feels free and it just doesn't bother her, she's open, she's strong, she loves it. Uh, the leader of this, this troop called Ben knows this, has pulled some witches in to try and lift these curses, lift the fog, get food back because everybody's starving. But the witch needs a horde king's heart to make her spell work. Oh, yeah. And because she's all magic, she knows that the horde king who is closest to Rune is going to be linked to Mina, as in Fatey right. Matey. So mm -hmm. she, they kind of drag Mina in to pull this dude into the mist, get him under the mountain, take his heart, fix everything. Oh, I see. So, yeah, this is yeah. it. He so goes it's like up the, the stakes even more. Yeah. 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 So he gets into the mountain, follows this beautiful apparition into it, and they take him away. So he's then dragged in, mind clears. He's been naffed over by her, naffed over by his fated mate, naffed over by his goddess, naffed over by the witches. He is wow. seething. He is mm -hmm. not a happy chappy. But it was weird. So it wasn't just enemies to lovers. What I found when I was reading is it was really grumpy sunshine-ish as oh, well. Because yeah. he was just absolutely... He came, so they, they start, they injure him. They have to knock him out because he's huge. And she comes in, she sneaks in later and she starts to try and clean him. So she's got so much guilt. And oh. he's just, no, yeah. he's just not having any of it. And it's just, oh, it's so awful that she's trying to be nice to him. And he's just, no. And just, <laughs> but then he has to realise that to get out, yeah. she's the only one who can help him. Because okay. everybody else is evil. So mm -hmm. then he has to start trying to be nice to her. And then that all ends up, he gets her out in the end and it all backfires because he, he then, <laughs> I don't know how much to say because I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm going, I'm going off again. Yeah. yeah, they do get out, and then the kind of they reverse the roles. So they get to a point yes. where he's been lovely to us. She thinks that they've kind of made friends. Right. He gets her out, and then he locks her up, and then he starts oh. to threaten the life of every single like man, woman, and child who are still under the mountain. Christy Turney. Yeah, and it, Abby. Mm. Yeah, and then she starts to not like him. So then the role reverses back again. Yeah. It was just really well. Oh, done. it's worse when you break the heart of a sunshine person, isn't it? This was it, and it's she terrible. was so lovely. Yeah. And yeah, she's kind of met this one person who seems to understand that in this one place that she feels Aww. safe, and it was just.
Mm. Which is kick-ass in the end. It's all good. Yeah. Oh, you've sold me on that one. Yeah, we can. I may have so you've to just got to. Yeah, I've only got to read three more through. books to get. Yeah, well, you've, you've filled me in on this. This mist well, this thing is it. And I can tell you how the mist works, and then you can go on to book five. So, okay. So, come on then, divulge. Okay. So, mine is the Cruel Prince series. So, <laughs> obviously, uh, yeah, I, I know where this is going. If this is my one, that is like, if you haven't heard of this, that's amazing. <laughs> you where know? have you been? Where you, where you been? It's been around for a while and it's quite a popular one. I think there's lots of people that love it and there's some mm-hmm. people that really don't like it at all. I think it's either going to do it for you or it isn't. Yes. Um, yeah, this is kind of my, like, poison princess for you, <laughs> I think. <laughs> all right, let's get comfy. <laughs> yeah. No. But I, that's the thing, because it's, like, it's so well known and you, and it and it's, like, I've read the whole series now, all three, and I've reread the whole series again. Along with that, because I couldn't help it. Um, I was just going through to do like the first book, and the thing is, once you read it all, you kind of it's all one big story in your head, isn't it? So you have to mm-hmm. try and figure out what happens when and not spoil stuff and things like that. So, um, if anybody hasn't ever heard of this before, you've got Jude who is uh, one of twins who has been brought to grow up. She's a mortal, a human mortal, who's been brought to grow up in Fairyland, which is a separate part of our world. So it's like contemporary times, separate part of our world, but obviously normal people don't know it's there. Now, that's because her mother left her stepfather I guess you'd call him um Maddox who plays quite a big part in it um and he tracked her down he is an epic warrior and he and he murdered her for it Mm -hmm. so then Jude's been raised basically by the man who murdered her mother and Mm -hmm. in fairyland which is a completely harsh place they do not respect (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're, I do. I do feel like you should read it when you are not COVID fogged, though. <laughs> I feel like it's such a twisty turny when when Jess finally read so it. So much going on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, it's such a twisty turny story that it must have been like, what the hell is going, yeah, what's going on? Here? Yeah, I, I was I was contemplating murder a few times. I have yeah. to be honest, reading them, I'm like, just how, what did you do? <gasps> yeah, very much like that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so she's being raised in fairyland. And if you know, like, the the stereotypes of a lot of fairies is the, the kind of the edge of cruelty that they have, the not being able to lie, those kind of archetypes that you get with them. Um, so, yeah, she's not exactly been embraced. She's quite ambitious and, and she loves strategy. She loves that kind of thing. But she's in this very difficult position where she's obviously got a relationship with Maddox, but she also hates him and feels like there should be revenge there so and in addition to that we have the cruel prince Cardam, Mm -hmm. who is um he's a bully and this is what i mean by it being like this is so out of the realm of kind of books that i usually love because i don't think i've ever read another bully romance have you not i I don't think they've ever appealed to me i don't think i've ever yeah they're a tough sell 
Yeah, they're a tough sell to me. Um, somehow this one works for me. It is an outlier in mm. that respect because there is no, this isn't like, oh, he seems like he's a bit mean and then you find out it was all misunderstanding. No, he's he's because... really mean. He's really cruel and it's it's horrible. They target Jude because she she doesn't let it go. Her twin, um, who I have issues with. <laughs> yes. Um, she's found a different way to sort of survive. They've they've taken different paths, different routes of survival in terms of temperament and stuff. But yeah, it it just it works for me. It's even though they're both and maybe that's what makes it work is like when you go when you read through the whole series and obviously the characters grow and you do find out more about them you know it all it's all from Jude's perspective um so you you understand what I did anyway why she's the way she is and mm -hmm. you know how she gets trapped in these things and she does she does grow as a person as their relationship grows too they kind of end up in this forced proximity type of arrangement where they're tentatively allies and before one of them stabs the other one in the back and then it happens again and again so this is what I mean it's like proper proper enemies to lovers hugely <laughs> um, but they they also have this thing where there's parts of themselves that only the other person can understand Mm -hmm. I think and I think that's what comes from enemies to lovers a bit is that no matter how different they are they can recognize this yeah, thing in each other there's a peas in the pod bit yeah I remember yeah that bit. definitely so mm -hmm. yeah I just I love it yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why it does it for me I'm usually I like I love heroes that are like nice and he's but <laughs> not even it's just it he's just he's funny and a bit and clever and backstabby and just a bit awful too <laughs> and it's like I don't it know it just works I don't yeah. know I think I think this it made me think about how it all kicked off with fairies becoming like popular and and stuff because obviously you know I've thought of Guns and Roses as well um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think like we were talking about before with um like Beauty and the Beast and Robin Hood and stuff like that with with monster romance yeah it's labyrinth isn't it yeah oh, what, gotcha. it, isn't it labyrinth everybody's mm. grown up the generations who stuff, yeah. were formative when we saw david bowie in his frilly shirt with his you know <laughs> his very tight trousers very tight trousers and the mm -hmm. eyeliner and just being mean but we didn't his care. magic balls we didn't care yeah exactly yeah. so well, i think this that's is what it, it is <laughs> well, when you're mentioning it, my brain is instantly going to like the Zodiac Academy kind of vibe as right. well. Yeah, so you've yeah. got the twins in that, and they go, and they are uh, yeah, they are mercilessly tormented right. by the, the the big guns in yeah, that. Yeah, see, because the Zodiac Academy has been this big thing, and because yeah, I massive. heard it's like a it's like a bully romance, I'm like, mm. Mm. but I th maybe I should try it because this <laughs> works for me. But I don't know. I mean, part of this that also works for me is the cleverness of the the scheming it's all the scheming and the politics yeah. and i and i do love that i well, always enjoy well you know and i know and everybody else will now know i read the zodiac academy just to get to the teacher sex so that's <laughs> kind of what it did for me because yeah. lance just had to be a rhyme was just yeah it's just got to be done wow 
Yeah. Yeah. So now the world How many knows. books did you have to read to get to that, though? Uh, a few more than I should have. First one was a trial just because it was a lot of world building that had to right. go in but yeah. second and third all right and then it kind of got a bit too much for me but you know it's the one I know people who absolutely love it so mm. but yeah and then the, the last one's not out yeah I think I think they're still waiting yeah, for the I last think one. they announced that it's not going to be the last one There's is it not two now yeah <laughs> even people that loved it have been like oh my god not another cliff oh, what happens book. now <laughs> yeah good oh, I don't know never know maybe I'll go back into it one day doing a romance over three books like a yeah. trilogy i can kind of deal with that yes i think any longer than that yeah it's it kind of trying a bit much you I'll, would I'll, think yeah. somebody wanted to have stabbed the other one by that point but i don't know if that together is that classic romances is it is it very clearly that one person's going to end up with another person or is it more along the lines of what i think of as like urban fantasy when you have the mix you know like with like Sookie Stackhouse mm -hmm. novels okay, and it's like actually, more yes. of a series and there's lots of different love interests and yeah you don't everybody else is with. yes yeah. she should have ended up with somebody else as well on that note <laughs> I've got then a second go, otherwise yeah I was gonna say we're gonna be talking about a million books in this episode <laughs> if it's not Eric Northman I'm not reading anymore so okay so my second book I also spoke to you about um, okay, so the first one is Feather, and there is a trilogy of these. They are kind of interlinked as a series, but they're not. So in so the, the concept is they're angels. Feather makes it, sorry, um, it's by Olivia Wilderstein. I'll get that bit in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the it's to do with like fledgling angels, and they have mm -hmm. to earn feathers for their wings to ascend and become epicness of That's angels. A lot of feathers. It really is. So who are we with in the first one? Because there's two that I'm going to link. So the first book is Lee and the, they've got a certain time limit to get all of these feathers. And she needs quite a lot at the end to, to ascend and get the, the amount she needs. Now, all of the people on Earth are given rankings to how nice of a person they are. So if you're quite a nice person, hopefully... <laughs> I'm just, just having that, like... Bit, so I'm a social anxiety person. I'm like, oh my god, that's my nightmare. Someone ranking me on <laughs> terrible. I'm just debating. Yeah, yeah, I'm just right. have an existential crisis. Yeah. About about have you got like a brown paper bag next to you? Just to, yeah, just give me a minute. <laughs> I'm just hoping I'm up in the top. That's all good. Yeah. So if you're under ten, then you know you're you're awesome. But they have these people called the triples. So if you are in triple figures, you're not a nice person. Okay, okay. So weirdly, the 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 dude that she finds is a a Parisian mafia boss, which I've never read before, and oh, I do I a lot of mafia. Yeah, yeah, really awesome. Yeah. Um, his name is Jared, and yeah, he's just having none of it. He don't want anything to do with her, or she kind of goes up to the door. It kind of just as you'd imagine a nice angel would to go and have a chat with him, sort of thing. And he's like, yeah, no, nope, not having any of this. He's kind of, you get just quite early on that he's got an idea, maybe that there's something a bit otherworldly about it. But, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And yeah, the story is between them and her trying to get him redeemed and get his hundred, I'm assuming it's hundred, whatever his triple point score is, yeah. I can't remember. Um, And in the end, they do end up being friends. But 
the book finishes, spoilers, with them both being dead. They both <laughs> die at the end of the book. And this, this is, is why you had to do two books. Yeah. You couldn't so, just go read this one book. Yeah. <laughs> so this was no. it. And I think I messaged you and went, is it still a romance when there's no happily ever after? Because oh, this was the one you were talking about. This was this about. one. Because yeah. I'm sat there and I'm like, okay. I don't I didn't know where to go so I no. picked up the next book and the yeah. next book is called Celestial and it's of the characters it's <gasps> it's Lee's friend mm-hmm. and one of the archangel dudes who tried to help her but didn't in the end and you know super guilt and stuff and it goes through there happily ever after and it's like okay what Wait, hang on. Yeah. it was just what, did they not get a happily ever after then they did book three is mm. called starlight oh, and then you get this couple who are naya and adam and you figure out the dude from the second book this archangel who was sort of who didn't help out lee when he was he, yeah. he could have done he goes back and he retrieves the souls of jared and lee and he he puts them into newborns he oh, kind of gets the carcass i don't know what to <laughs> <laughs> hmm, not sure that is the word jet <laughs> I don't know if you call it that sorry triggers oh, we'll put triggers in oh, yeah he gets the, the vessel what is the trigger for that <laughs> what am she going to call just, it if, if you are triggered by jest <laughs> my husband's just not going to listen to this one then yeah so they get this infant newborn vessel i don't know what else that's a nice word and he puts the souls in one girl one boy he keeps one with his partner Mm -hmm. and he gives the the other the the boy to his friend and they raise them separately okay that book is like reincarnations of the two characters falling in love again yeah and again they are enemies lovers because he is kind of like a renegade bit of a vigilante vigilante he doesn't want to do what the angels are telling him to do so he's up out there the the bad boy of the entire thing yeah Yeah. and she is like because she's like the daughter of the archangel she's kind of goody goody two shoes and Mm -hmm. she kind of bumps into him and wants in and he's like you can do one no chance you know you're gonna go and tell like bloody gabriel over there exactly what we're doing mm. so yeah and it's their kind of growing together and okay. re kind of finding themselves and each other along the way but yeah it was just kind of really weird that is, from this that book, is different though. yeah and yeah. it was just like okay i had many moments of <gasps> should should i can't see this would just not what i would have given up after book one i would be like really? what what the hell in no, this instant, you're not, though, you're not playing me like that again. I'm not going yeah. on to another book. <laughs> in this instant, though, it would have been good to jump to three and then go back yeah. to two. Hmm. I would have allowed it. You would have, well, that's it. Yeah. What, yeah. You wouldn't have given a shit. But I... Do you feel like reading the first one makes the third book, when they get that happily ever after, like it enhances it? Like if you just read three, would you feel happy with that as a as a romance on its own? Or do you need one and Did three it, together? I don't know. I, th- I suppose if... Oh, I would have been happy just with three. Because yeah. I think with my head how it was where, where one ended. Because it's kind mm. of put into you that romance has to finish in a certain way. And it just kind of really 
it really yeah. hit me but it was such a lovely nice surprise mm. to get that whole new story from very yeah. similar but totally different perspectives well, and was... I mean you've let people know now so yeah. that's it it's I've, I've I've meant to but I don't things. think that's a bad thing it's not like that's not the kind of spoiler that because like you're saying you don't want to pick up a romance book and not have the happily ever after or happily for now yes. at the end so knowing that it's just a longer term thing because I mean we works. do you know we do talk about series obviously that's like mm. we call prince it's not it's certainly not no. happily ever after after no. the first book. well that's it isn't it, it so is. some of them it takes a little bit longer um yeah but it's just whether or not you know going in that's what um, I worry yeah. about with these books I'm like what is the aim of this book am I going to get that happily ever after if I if I go in for the long haul or am I going to be really really annoyed that I've spent a lot of time reading these books and I don't get what I want at the end of it I suppose yeah had you come in I don't know if it was released as a series if all three came out at the same time Mm. I would obviously have a look because Google is an awesome thing now but yeah that would be the thing (laughs) if it was all released together then it's a it's mastery because then you've kind of engaged people from the start and you've got yeah yeah, all of it there which is what I had luckily so Mm. but yeah it was wicked I, yeah, well, I read all three, so it obviously did a fantastic job. Yeah, of it. exactly. And I loved them, so yeah, it's wicked. Right. Well, my first like mention is Prize of the Warlord by Rebecca Kenny. Sorry, Rebecca F. Kenny. I think that's she has the initial in there. Um, and this is quite similar vibes to um, the. <laughs> I was going to call it the Dothraki book. <laughs> <laughs> Horde King. <laughs> we all know who isn't the Dothraki. Weirdly, it's not the Game of Thrones books. It's the other ones. <laughs> no, not those ones. Talk oh, about reading they. lots of books and not getting what you want at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't even. We, we, enemies to lovers. That gloves are off. This <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> right. Just okay. enemies. Yeah. Mm. So let's read this so. book. Sorry. Anyway, so um, this one is, yeah, it's uh, a premise. (laughs) So, like, there's um, aristocracy. It's, like, kind of based around the nobles. And the heroine, what's her name? I did write it down. Ixiana, I think her name is. It's either her name or it's a place. I've written it down. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Sounds pretty, doesn't it? Um, She's going to be in this arranged marriage to someone. But what happens is the... um, a warlord comes in and abducts her because they've been pushed out of the land and there's all these clans that have been left to live in very uh, dangerous, unhospitable type of environments, kind of, again, similar, but it's kind of a flip. So whereas it's with the Horde Kings, they've got like the the means, haven't they? And they're kind Mm -hmm. of in charge. This is the other way. So they, yeah, they they abduct her in order to... um, yeah try and try and ransom try and negotiate to get some land for their people and you know improve improve their lives um that's Cronin that's such a warrior name um the barbarian the the additional aspect with this is so I believe it was written as a kindle vella so it's like like the serial type so I think chapters get released which means it's very pacey. There's a lot of action because you're always sort of pulling people in. You want to pull people into the next chapter. So it's it's great 
like in that it really engages you um what's also interesting is Ixiana's she's got um illnesses they're not really um defined in the same way that we would but you, if you think about like food allergies and asthma and things like that so she's not she's not seen as being like a a, a, a valued asset at home kind of thing she's not you know seen as being useful to do certain things because she has to rest a bit more and pace herself and be sensible about what she does um but she's still full of fight you know yeah. and um him coming to see that in her because he's got a very much a mindset to begin with with like weakness he doesn't want weakness strength power yeah even though they've got that connection immediately you know there's like already you know sharing a tent and stuff and but yeah they're proper enemies she's trying to get away and they're like monsters in these unhospitable places and you know it's it's cool it's very cool it's, it's one of those like pacey reads you really get through and yeah it's good i enjoy oh, I that. Love that i want to read more by her definitely this is it i've kind of i've done like a trial on all those dreams and stuff and you do find that so much goes on so quickly it does yeah yeah pulls you in if you're an epic reader i can mm. see why people just devour this sort of stuff yeah. Love it. yeah definitely. all right so my last mention i think you've done it last mention i know <laughs> no, i'm gonna drag it out properly now <laughs> No, I'm not. So my last mention is Serpent and Dove by Shelby. Oh. Shelby Muhuran. Again with names. We're rubbish at this. Sorry. So it's sorry, wrong. Pete. Please. So sorry. Wrong. Yeah. So Serpent and Dove. So firstly, I saw the cover and I kind of, mm. I, I wanted to touch it in Waterstones when I saw it because it was so pretty. This and then it. I read the back and it is a witch being forced to marry a witch hunter and it was Ooh, just that was it. to marry i did yeah. not know that yeah i know it was a witch and a witch it. hunter i didn't realize was there was that mm. do imagine what can come from just that witch witch hunter oh, yeah. <laughs> enemies to lovers tick. yeah <laughs> big box tick but yeah so he doesn't know that she is a witch so she's kind of again this is in paris i think this is roaming around paris oh. um so she's running around with her friends she is quite a an epic high up witch um, but she doesn't see like her coven, her coven up and away. There's problems in the background. Right. Um, and obviously because there's lots of witch hunters that nobody's allowed to know who they are, what they are. Right. Um, but she kind of gets caught by this witch hunter for doing not very good stuff. And it's linked to the church, as all things are. Um, so, yeah, the, the head of the church drags this, uh, the the witch oh, the witch hunter i'll call them by the names reed drags uh louise to the church and yeah. the, the head of these witch hunters goes all right well you've got to marry then you've got to cement the deal make her a better person blah, 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 blah. so he does but yeah he doesn't know she's a witch and she's okay. living in the heart of all of the witch hunters with the big epic high witch hunter yeah and she's obviously gotta be she's got to be dumb yeah and it's kind of yeah her trying to deal with these people who absolutely despise her and all mm. of her kind and still going out and finding and killing them 
yeah you know just imagine trying to have to live in that and it's kind of like a monk-esque thing that they've got nothing and they they can marry these witch hunters but they don't often so he hates her anyway because you know they've had to create this massive sacred bond Mm. that he doesn't want so they're sharing like this tiny little cell with each other with like a wooden bed and a bathroom and I think she kind of sleeps in the bath and he has a bed (laughs) but because he's quite noble he then sleeps on the floor and she has the bed and you Uh can kind of all of the close proximity Mm. bits to start work yeah yeah they fall in love and then obviously the inevitable happens we yeah. find out that her mom that um, louise's mom is kind of like the head witch right and that louise was only born of somebody to be a sacrifice that's oh. why she legged it so yeah, yeah, yeah basically her mom is out searching for her so all of these witches keep coming in and being yeah. murdered because they're after her oh no and then it's yeah. kind of like she's <laughs> leading all of these people to the witch hunters mm-hmm. and it's just kind of yeah it was just so epic and when he finds out what she is that's it he's just because it, when's his redeeming moment because at the moment it's like you're explaining uh, there the isn't sounds like a bit of a twat <laughs> yeah no he slowly then they fall children. in love how does that bit <laughs> well no that's it so and they kind of <laughs> yeah they go out together and obviously being like the church kind of the place there's people with so the witches i think they kind of they magic people and they make them kind of lose themselves so they've okay. got all of these people up at the top in the in a sanctum i don't know churchy name places the top right. bit of a church there's rooms mm, yeah religious stuff happens i'm sure uh so they're they're healing these people i can't there. even help you i'm just <laughs> it sounds, sounds good to me yeah yeah i'm sure that's what happened <laughs> i to went to a church talk, still don't know yeah <laughs> you're gonna say i went to a church once <laughs> he had buildings but yeah so the people up there that they're trying to help so she goes up there and another witchy friend has snuck in and kind of is helping her try and look after these people right. and then he kind of starts to see the good in her that actually it's not a bad choice yeah. and then okay. yeah they go out and around and help the people so she sees the good in him and she obviously knows okay. that witches can be horrendous people I was gonna say, because her mom is there like, to kill her yeah they don't they don't um yeah, well, they're not being persecuted completely unnecessarily no. by the sounds well, of it. So there are different types of witch. So I can't remember what she is, but I remember her friend is like a blood witch. So she has right. to she has to cut herself to get blood flowing yeah, to get her yeah. magic going. So yeah. there's like white ones and red ones, and there's good and bad. So right. yeah, you've kind of got a mix of all sorts of the things. We're, okay. we're not discussing magic, so I've missed finer points out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine that's enough for me (laughs) yeah but in the end he kind of yeah he does nearly sacrifice himself to save her so it's he's he's all epic but he gets really miffed and kicks her out because she's there and there's like a smell that comes with the magic they use so she's kind of like like a bewitched moment she kind of goes and just hopes nobody (laughs) sees (laughs) but there's a little lad who's training to be a witch hunter and he kind of figures out that she is one, but doesn't say anything. He oh, kind of good. keeps on her side. And then all the big bad epic happens. And he's like, you know, and you didn't tell me. And he oh, he just explodes at his mates oh. and stuff. It's just, oh. but yeah, he comes around in the end. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blimey. That's a nest of vipers. Definitely. Yeah. Type so of many. Scenario. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's almost made me forget. What's my yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know when yeah. you get like really into, into it, it and you're like, and you're oh, like, shit, it's oh I'm supposed to say something now. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Oh, I like this book. I've not read this one. Oh. Mm. So my last one was The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy, which is by Megan Bannon. This is fairly new, fairly recently out. Um, so this one's kind of an exception to the rule as well. So when we were talking about enemies to lovers before, we were like kind of, it works really well in fantasy romance because they're like epic stakes and they can be yes. like witch and witch hunter and stuff. That's not the case with this one. <laughs> it's like they're enemies because they basically have misunderstood each other <laughs> at the wrong time, been in bad places and stuff like that which you wouldn't think would be an epic enemies to love. Well. <laughs> another exception to the rule is this one is like it's like a retelling of you've got mail do you know oh okay have, i i know I the film? a while ago yes yeah it's not one of my favorites much as i love tom hanks tom hanks ryan mm. you know standard when we were like growing up this got, is it i never really liked you've got mail they don't I, and I didn't like how he knew that they were corresponding but she didn't I never liked okay. that side of it I didn't I didn't like it when they got together and she the, was the tattoo and the, like, yeah, yeah forgiving it this one does it better <laughs> it's fine. and this kind of feeds into my whole thing of you know when people are always saying oh why are they remaking Batman for the 50 millionth time I mean, that's a fair point. Yes, it When really there's is. all these romantic films out there, rom-coms, we need more of them. See, I kind of think in the back of my head, they don't always translate well to film. So sometimes the film doesn't work very well, but the book the works book really well. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel, I'm not just one of those people that's like, the book's always better than the film. No, sometimes films are better than books. It, really it depends how it's done. Mm -hmm. But... So in this one, because you can get inside their heads and you see the characters, you can you can really like understand the decisions that they make and why it happens. So what also makes this book so cool is it's just so imaginative, this setting. So the undertaking, obviously, she is an undertaker. This is I the book that was recommended to us, you know, oh, like millions of years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I had to read it. Um, so, yeah, she's an undertaker. And one, I won't get too much into the plot, actually, because it, it's involved. It'll take a while. And I'm this is I'm trying not to get it on my yeah. TBR. As, as but he's a marshal. And one of his jobs is protecting this area that used to have gods. And the gods have gone, but there's magic there. And um, you get, basically, you get zombies of a kind <gasps> i didn't expect zombies i was no. like this is the book right and oh, it's like it looks really cute <gasps> and even like they say you've got mail and you're like i did not expect zombies but it's good um that might have made you like the film more obviously <laughs> yeah yeah maybe well no if they made this one into a film maybe I yeah we watched this one because yeah Netflix. there's all there's all the story behind that which is um did i say he was a demigod as well no you did not oh I did not. and he's qu he's quite grumpy but he's very lonely as well mm. he's like off on his own and he loses a lot of people from his life he doesn't know whether he's going to be immortal or not because they don't know when they're a demigod 
So he never knows whether or not connections will be worth making because will he live, will he outlive everybody or not? That's um, and she, <laughs> honestly, this is, I don't think I've cried at a romance for oh. years. And this one made me cry at the end. But you get, you, it's a good romance. Don't worry. The guarantee is there. Don't worry. Um, and she's running The Undertakers, which is her dad's been ill and it should be passing to her brother. Her brother doesn't want to do it. She's overworked and they don't know what's going on. None of them want it. And then there's this other rival firm that's trying to like always away. Take over and stuff. And yeah, but they just rub each other up the wrong way. So he brings her these bodies that have been, you know, like when they're the zombies, but he can stop them. And then they they need to be like given a burial of some kind. And she does it kind of like how you know, when we were reading uh, Reborn yesterday, you know, she's she she feels like what she does is important and she cares about it. Of course. And she doesn't, um, he doesn't appreciate that about her to begin with. But then they start to correspond. And, but it's like, he just writes a letter thinking it won't go to anybody just because he's lonely to get his thoughts out on a page. But they have like this magical correspondence. There are these like messengers that are, that used to work for the gods so and they have outposts and then they but they know where the letters meant to go so yeah, they, so they deliver it to it. her because it was meant to go to her and then they go back and then the one he gets <laughs> the messenger person he gets is this is <laughs> this rabbit is like a like and, and he's and he's foul mouthed and he drinks he wants to be paid in whiskey and stuff it's excellent it really is What's so that cool. kids' film that, that reminds me of? Well, you get all of the, you get Santa's the big Russian dude with the tattoos. What's that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds yes, me of that. It made me think rabbit. of that. But yeah, I don't think he's as big because he's enormous. The Easter Bunny. Oh that, god, yeah, the Easter Bunny's huge. Yeah. yeah, it's Hugh Jackman. Yes, <laughs> the voice for that. Which is why, like, they call, they call him a kangaroo, don't they? But yes. we're getting we're digressing. Yeah, we're, we're digressing. We are. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, but it's just, it's funny and sweet. But, it, I mean, it's proper enemies to lovers in a kind of way that works in contemporary rom-com, but it's in a fantasy setting. Does and the job. It's, yeah, so it's a little bit different. It's less stabby-stabby than the other ones. <laughs> still, <laughs> if still you want a little people, change of pace stabby. with your enemies to lovers. Yeah. There you go. I have to say, every one I've read with letters in, I have really enjoyed yeah, because I tend to avoid them. Really? I tend to think like, oh, you know, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this because does it mean that they don't actually meet up? And I like I like the love interests to be on the page together okay. and develop that way. But I did enjoy this one. So, again, it might be that I need to be a bit more open in the things that I'm trying. See, I think I'm just an emotional cripple, so I find it quite a lot easier to put words down on paper and like set fire to them afterwards. So, you know, I mm. think real emotions can be poured onto a page because nobody yeah. else can see them. That's so, it. Yeah, and that's quite a nice thing that they talk about when they're like writing to each other and they're debating whether or not to meet up and, mm. you know, whether or not they, yeah, should, whether they'll live up to always. each other's expectations. And you stuff. should always well okay maybe maybe the the era yeah. of catfishing maybe not so much no, no, yeah there are risks. in my head yeah yeah children never if it's mm -mm -mm. a cute fantasy novel yeah yeah 
<laughs> yeah, that's fine in real life please tell friends tell parents tell everybody take a dog with you really yeah. bitey one it's fine. that's it mm-hmm. yes i don't want to say it i'm not gonna i don't want to say it well i got one more question to ask you before we <gasps> go because it's the end of the series okay. and i just thought has this made you have any like oh moments about your own personal tastes and preferences where you've been trying to pick books throughout this series not has really. it made you notice anything different no because they all necessarily are. true no. no they're all quite dark and they've all got warriors who are all you, quite you knew grouchy quite yeah well. I knew it what I found <laughs> is when so when I read I can get really lost in it so I read and read and read and read and read and then I sometimes have to go oh what did I miss and I have to go back a little oh, bit okay. so I can get really engulfed in it but what yeah. I found is I'm paying more attention now and yeah. I notice the little details so like if I'm editing then I stop and I can pay more attention but yeah that yeah. is what I found it's like a bit of an edit process yeah so I've kind of yeah I found that I'm I'm a chaotic reader just yeah I'm I'm ordered but chaotic yeah, but you're still like flick back and forth yes through the books yes yeah. I remember right. the worst way it was when I, I read Cujo I remember years ago and I remember yeah I know it's not a difficult life that you can you can read my entire life story from that book <laughs> it's not I read difficult to see how under 10 ended at this point <laughs> and I remember reading it and other spoilers but this is probably this is older than I am this book come on and and then going oh shit the kid's dead because she puts him in a car and right. she kind of then gets the fights the dog off gets in the car and chats to uh-huh. the kid but there's like one line where it goes and uh the the, the, the corpse the baby is dead and da, 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 but she drives away and then i had to go jesus and keep oh, reading back. you missed that yeah, <laughs> i missed the, the, the fact that she's driving along with her child who's already dead and she's still oh. fighting off this rabid dog so yeah, yeah. It, it's a thing that i have yeah sometimes stuff can slip by you 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 think you're like reading too quickly because you're getting so into it sometimes you can end up like anybody who knows me will know don't wave at me when you're walking past because i am blinkered i am just straightforward (laughs) people wave they did the horns i just i remember i'm like it it clicks like when i'm a road away oh that person waved at me yes my brain is already processing other things it's off in la la land while yeah. I'm walking especially if I've got my earpods in and yeah I'm like oh, listening and I'm listening to, to something hmm? I've got the soundtrack going for my work in progress it really is yeah <laughs> or yeah my brain is going where am I going to put that thing to make that thing work and then I'm yeah. at school I'm like oh mm-hmm. awful yeah. but did you then on the back yeah, of that I think I did I think like the magic one made me realize clearly there's a trend to the kind mm-hmm. of magic that I like um and that I find interesting but also it made me like look at the exceptions to rules on things that what I thought I like you know it's like well actually, actually these books I want to pick don't really fall into what I thought was my thing which makes total sense because I'm I'm very chaotic and there's always an exception to the rule I think that's what it really made me realize yeah. is like you think oh I don't like love triangles and then one of your favorite books is a love triangle you know it's it's weird like that and it all comes down to the the execution I guess well this is it yeah does it basically yeah you can't fault it that's the same yeah same as me I don't mind love triangles but when the baby's coming I'm like yeah that 
that's the thing for me I want my babies at home not in my books yeah, but yeah. yeah no offense to anybody who does all good but yeah. yeah yeah you kind of do notice that thing and it's yeah if it's done well anything is is good and I guess that's why it's kind of nice to do this. And then if people are listening, it can be the same sort of thing. So you might have heard about a book and thought, oh, I don't really think that's my cup of tea. And then we can have but. a chat about it. And a little thing we say, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, can just give you that little bit of, oh, yeah, maybe I should try that. Yeah, because yeah. that that might appeal to me. Because yes. there's always more to it than the tropes. I guess. Yeah. Well, this is it. Sometimes just a title will pull me in and I'll read a title and I'm like, mm. I'm, I really want to get into that yeah mm. <laughs> yeah that time i got drunk and saved a demon that is a this title is it. And a half. Oh, yeah. like, one day yeah. <laughs> one day somebody's gonna go what book you reading and i'm gonna have to say something like that and it's like yeah uh... <laughs> i'd even i'd even pride, pride and prejudice yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't even say that though because i know everybody's gonna go it's <laughs> just the go-to yeah pride and prejudice. Yeah. what are you heights. reading yeah porn i'm i'm that <laughs> porn monster smart yeah <laughs> basically fine well there we go this is over it. we're wrapped we've oh, got to wrap up now we do, we do the thing and yeah come and tell us whether or not you enjoyed the new style the new season whether it or not awesome. yeah you've you've got certain books that you like that fall within the tropes we've talked about any ideas for different tropes we could do yes. if we did another season like this? That'd yes. be cool to know. Yeah, or any that you wouldn't, as you said, any that you haven't read, but you now might. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. If you go ahead and read these ones, what you think of them. Mm. Um, yeah, so we're on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter at mm-hmm. SFF Romcast. Mm-hmm. And we're on all the podcasty places. So the Spotify's, yeah. the Anchors, the YouTubes, the Apples oh yeah or where you can put things in your ears and listen and or see people yeah that's it um yeah we'll probably be back for a christmas special yeah, of course we will you know so. we'll get, get a couple of months and then we get a bit itchy we're like this is it <laughs> yeah, i've had this one. idea yeah it's like the a team i've had this yeah. idea <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should just give it a try yeah that's it have a bit of fun. When the plan comes together right cool. so. all right so till we're here again be good yeah. to each other and thank you for joining us. Yes, read all the books. Yeah, love it and share your love like we do. Yes, all the time. Okay, bye. Bye.